Nobody podcast as I uh, record tonight. It is Tuesday night, November the 8th, 2022, and I hope wherever you are, you are doing well, you are having a good day. Uh, it is election day, election night, uh, technically here uh, in the United States, and, and um, for those that follow me on Twitter, for those that are friends with me on uh, other social medias, uh, you know, I... I uh, posted something uh, earlier tonight, and I'm going to reiterate that here on uh, this show. But before I do that, I just want to remind everyone you can uh, stay connected to the show at DWAN Pod on Twitter, Facebook.com slash discussions with a nobody. Please make sure you are subscribed on all podcast platforms. And uh, can uh, if you enjoy the show, I, please, can you, uh, can you share it with uh, at least one person that you uh, think would enjoy it as well? Um, and encourage them to do the same, and and I think that'll help uh, help grow the show. Um, but uh, look, I, I said this uh, earlier. Um, it's election night. Uh, it's a it's a it's a pivotal election. I, I posted this when I when I voted early this morning. Um, you know the there's a lot of uh, media talk, and it always comes up about it being, uh, you know, the most. Um, most important election of our lives, most critical election of our lives. America's future depends on it. But I truly feel, um, you know, in a lot of ways that that is actually the case today. Um, so I hope uh, that, that that you all had the opportunity and took the opportunity uh, to vote uh, in, in this very important election. But uh, something I said before I get into the the, the discussion topics I have um, on this show um I said, you know, look, there's a lot of people uh, who are watching the returns and watching the results of the election coming in, and they, they feel scared, they feel angry, they feel stressed, they feel anxiety, depression, uh, you know, countless emotions. Um, and and you know, I can't blame anyone. I, I feel I feel the same way. I, I've been recording um, the Huddle Up podcast, which is my sports podcast that I do, and now I'm recording this one. So I've been kind of been using this medium. Uh, this evening as, as kind of a distraction. Um, there's a lot of other people who I know are, are failing um, to distract themselves. And again, I cannot um, blame you. The direction of this company uh, c- country, uh, pardon me, is over the last decade is, is scary to say the least. Um, and the the party I was once registered to um, is heading in a direction um, that, that I, I can't fathom or recognize. Um, so I'm scared. I'm sad. I'm angry. Um, and, 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 and more emotions than I can probably, uh, really put into to mind and words. Um, and, and there's a part of me that really does no longer believe that things are going to be quote unquote, be fine. Everybody was it, it's going to be fine. It's just, it's just one election. It's not a big deal. Um, with all, with all the things that are at stake in this one, um, you know, that, that, that really just is not the case anymore. So, um, you know, I, 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 I've said this for those that know me personally, um, I reiterate what I said on social media earlier today. Um, if I'm always here, if you need to talk, if you need to vent, um, I, I don't have all the answers. Also, it's not even a matter of, I can't promise I won't have all the answers. I can guarantee I don't have all the answers. Um, but I can always be there, uh, if you need me to be. Uh, but to get into this uh, this episode, uh, I will close this out as I have on the the most recent discussions um, with uh, with the five questions, and I'll get uh, the listener and 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 follower responses before I give mine. 
Um, but I talked in the last discussion that I was watching uh, House of Cards, Netflix House of Cards, and that I had made it to the final season, and I've completed the final season. And man, um, I don't know if there's been a more disappointing final season of a show that I've ever watched in my life than the, than the final season of House of Cards. Um, uh, I hope I'm not spoiling anything, but if you're like me and you never watched the show and you think you might be, you might want to, um, you know, kind of pause this episode or uh, fast forward this episode a little bit. Um, but with uh, with all of the um, accusations and, and things around Kevin Spacey, the show had to write him out of the show. Uh, they killed off his character, President Frank Underwood. And um, the writers and, and everybody involved with House of Cards was in a very difficult position uh, because they had a, they had a couple of choices. You could just end the show. You know, Frank Underwood was the lead character in the show, um, and they 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 could have just closed up shop when everything happened. But they chose to go on. They chose to do another season uh, for the people that had been a part of this show. They didn't do anything wrong, um, so they pressed on. And um, man, it just. It didn't even have the same vibe. Like it had this weird, and I, I was talking to um, a coworker of mine who is uh, who got me into watching the show, and it has like just like this weird like thriller horror vibe to it. Like Claire, who was Frank's wife, uh, was like haunted in the White House, and it just it just it, it really kind of just became uh what what's the um. Oh, uh, what's the phrase? I can't even uh, jump the shark. They they kind of jumped the shark. Too, felt like two or three times during that season, and uh, really kind of just became a bit unbelievable. Um, in, in even in a TV show, um, so it just it, it it missed. I had to finish it out. If you know me, I'm the type of person that um, if I start a show and I and I and I enjoy a show, uh, I'm gonna finish it out. Uh, unfortunately, this one uh, this one was a real bummer. Um, and I, man, I really got to wonder where they would have went with, uh, with, with, with season six had, uh, had not everything happened, uh, with Kevin Spacey and, and, um, I guess we'll never know, uh, unfortunately. Um, uh, another big question, uh, that, that has kind of come up as we are now in early November, uh, the, the, the calendar page has turned past Halloween and there's. <laughs> People that uh, will want to tell you it's too early to celebrate Christmas. You can't listen to Christmas music yet. Don't put up your lights. Don't put up your tree. Um, there's still another holiday, Thanksgiving. Um, and others are like, hey, man, I'm going to celebrate as early as possible. Um, what it boils down to for me, every year for the past, oh, man, I don't know, um, five, six, maybe seven years, I've lost track, honestly, of, uh, of how many years I've been doing it now. But on November 1st, um, I, I, I post on my social media about, um, people say it's, it's too early. It's too early to celebrate Christmas. It's too early to start doing those holiday things. And, and I'm like, man, we look, you don't know, you don't know what people are going through, you know, especially over these last couple of years, you, you really, you really have no clue. What if, what if somebody's grandparent died or their, you know, their parent is sick and it could be their last Christmas. They, they might not make it to Christmas this year? What if their dog had passed away? What if they lost their job? Um, you know, what if because of, uh, the pandemic, which yes, is still out there. Um, I know, you know, COVID is still out there. It's, it's very real. Uh, the flu is bad. There's another respiratory virus this year. Um, 
So what if people are immune compromised or they just don't want to get sick? They don't want to put themselves at risk. So they're spending the holidays at home alone. And that movie, that song, those lights bring them a little bit of joy, bring them a little bit of happiness. Like I, I say, man, just first off, let let people celebrate if they want to celebrate. If you don't want to celebrate till after Christmas, don't. Or excuse me, till after Thanksgiving, don't. Hell, if you don't want to celebrate Christmas till after Christmas, that's your own prerogative. I'm not going to stop you from doing that either. I might say it's that might be a little late, but you can do it if you want. Um, you know, if you're if you're somebody that doesn't decorate for Christmas until the week before and you tear it down the day after, that's on you. That that's okay. Um, but we don't know what people are going through. And like I, I think there just needs to be a little bit more like compassion. There needs to be a little bit more understanding. So what if somebody's listening to Christmas music on November first? What if somebody? What out? Who cares? Like, what? Why is it? Why is it a? Why is it a problem if somebody's putting up their Christmas lights the first weekend in November? Do you not like Christmas lights? Do they not look good? If you drive by somebody's house, to, like, does it? Does it actually bother you to see Christmas lights on November fifth? It, it, I know it, I shouldn't judge. I shouldn't make a, maybe make a statement like that. But if, if you drive by somebody's house on November 5th and they have Christmas lights on the house and it bothers you, it makes you upset, I'm going out on a limb and I'm going to say that's more of a you problem than a them problem. But that's me. That's just me. My opinion. You, you don't have to take it or leave it. Um, but yeah, we, you know, we just, we don't know. We don't, um, you know, I, I, I think about myself and, um, the COVID, the year, the, the COVID Christmas 2020, um, my wife and I, we stayed very, uh, very safe. We didn't go to relatives. We, we, we spent Christmas at home alone. Um, just us and, and our, and our dog who was still with us at the time. And, uh, my grandma had passed away in August of that year. Um, that was the hardest Christmas season I ever went through. Um, and it, and it sucked, man. It was hard to get into the season. Um, but I, I loved having that Christmas tree up that year. I loved putting our Christmas lights out that year. I loved driving around our town had like a light competition and I love driving around to each and every house and seeing the lights and driving because it was it was one of the th- few things we did that year was drive around and look at lights and man it meant so much more to me that year so you don't you just you don't know you don't know what people are going through and this year with the with the election and everything going on around that Man, people might need the Christmas spirit and Christmas lights and music and movies more than ever. So you want to put up those lights today? Put them up. You want to put that music on? Listen to it. You want to watch the movies starting now? Watch them. You know, it, 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 life is it, life is so freaking hard, man. It, 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 it's so hard. And there's so many things every time we take a turn that are that make you angry, that make you sad, make you depressed, that just want to beat you down. 
If you find joy in that song, you find joy in those movies, embrace it. Hold it. Watch it. Listen to it. Look at it. Get lost in the light. It's fine by me. Fine by me. And I think I really am this year um, going to going to do the 25 Days of Christmas. Um, we're starting to December 1st. I watch a Christmas movie or I'm going to kind of abridge it a bit. Uh, and do Some days do a Christmas show, like TV show episode. But uh, I'm definitely going to give it a shot this year. So wish me luck. Cause that's, that's a big commitment. 25 days. That's a big commitment. Um, kind of tied into the last topic, um, is just like, where, where, where's, where's humanity gone? You know, we're again, I'm sitting here election night and I look at I look at the direction of again, I look at the direction of the country and where it could be headed. But I also look at at, at the last six months, year, two years, back to the start of COVID. Um the previous administration, the political race leading up to the previous administration. Um where, where's where's humanity gone? Where's kindness gone? Uh, I live in Pennsylvania. The we the, the the state senator race here, John Fetterman versus Doctor Oz, and leading up to it uh, during the campaign this year, John Fetterman had a stroke, a mild stroke. Just still feels like a weird thing to say. I feel like anytime you have a stroke, there's you should never put the word mild in front of it, but he had a stroke and the Oz campaign and his supporters have attacked, belittled, uh, mocked John Fetterman for being a stroke survivor and his recovery from a stroke. This is a quote unquote doctor is mocking somebody who had a stroke this year. What? You know, regardless of what you what you think about party affiliations aside, um, Nancy Pelosi's house broken into, her husband, you, you know, uh, was attacked. The people that went into their house um, would have attacked her or worse had she been there. And and. People on people who are part of a certain political party, um, mock it, laugh at it, think it's funny, think it's a joke, think it's a game. Um, the you know, President Biden, former President Obama, their families they've gotten COVID. Donald Trump, when he was in office, and and his family got COVID, and you have people on both sides wishing that wishing the worst for them when they have covid the the the, the, the current and former leaders of the country people uh, you know calling a a horrible disease uh, uh, a laughing matter a hoax disregarding millions of lives that have died from it um 
Like, is this is this really what we're doing? Is this really where we are? It just it baffles me, and and there's there's it there's there's people who are lacking humanity and lacking um, kindness and compassion on both sides of the spectrum. So I'm not just attacking one party that I used to be registered to because there's there's there is there's stuff on both sides absolutely but you know there's a there that that one particular party always talks about America first Americans first but yet they don't they don't care about the million people that have died from covid they don't they don't care about you know, it, it, when when bad things happen to somebody because they're on they're a part of a different party, they don't they don't want college students who are crippled in debt by predatory lending to be able to have a chance. They don't want women. Uh, and and the LGBTQ plus community to have the same rights as other people, even if they're citizens. Okay, like, so what happened to America first? What happened to Americans first? Like, that's what I don't understand. Like, you you say you want Americans first. What about all the you know you're you're gonna bring in you're you're gonna allow immigration you're going to you're going to give money to the ukraine you're going to give money to this country you're going to give aid to this country what about americans first what what about americans first what about america first because there's tons of people in this country that depending what the results of tonight are today are are going to are going to be in a in a horrible situation because of a lack of humanity a lack of understanding a lack of uh, empathy and i ju- i just don't understand it doesn't make sense to me how you can you can look at people in your life and be okay with telling them that they aren't that they aren't the same that they don't deserve the same it doesn't make sense it will n- it will never make sense to me it will it will always infuriate me i was i was at a concert with my with my stepdad over the weekend and there was a woman in front of us who um it was it was her and her husband and a friend of theirs and 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 her and their husband and they were they were talking and and i i could hear them they were directly in front of us and they were between between acts they were talking about the the political races and everything and i and i i really i can't I can't get past uh, what 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 the woman said, and I wholeheartedly agree with it. That any any person, any Pennsylvanian, especially men, who vote for uh, Fetterman or excuse me, vote for Doctor Oz and vote for uh, Doug Mastriano, should have to look the women in their lives directly in the eye and tell them that they voted for Doctor Oz and Doug Mastriano. Because those candidates have told you they don't, they don't, they don't care that you know. 
Oz said it during the debate that uh, that it should be the choice between a woman, a doctor, and political leaders in regards to what she can do with her body. And Doug Mastriano said he doesn't care if it's rape. He doesn't care um, if there's a risk a risk to the to the woman. Abortion is is illegal. Those are, these are these are things that these candidates have said outright. Okay, so it's not this isn't fake news or whatever that party wants to try and say. These are things these these guys have said. Um. And I, I just, I'll, I, I cannot understand it. I cannot understand it. It just, um, so again, as I said earlier in this episode, um, if you're scared, you're angry. I am too. Um, <laughs> real short here. Uh, Elon Musk has bought Twitter. Um, a site that I use to promote my shows. I've used it for news and sports news and to connect with people. Um, I have followers and, and people I interact with uh, all over the country and, and honestly all over the world. Um, and it is a site I've enjoyed using for the time I've been on it. Um, he's uh, he's the, he's contemplating making it a subscription social media service for everybody. Um, which I'll tell you right now, I'll, I'm done. If that happens, I'm done. I'm out. I'm not paying for social media. Sorry. Not going to happen. I'll pay for satellite radio. No, I ain't paying for social media. I'll go somewhere else. I'll promote my shows somewhere else. Um, he's, he's charging. He's definitely charging for verification. This Twitter blue $8 a month. And to me, man, he's just, he's getting it so wrong. Like, the purpose, and this is the beauty for years, the purpose of, of verification was if I see that blue check mark, I know that that at Dan Rather, I guess that's probably what his ad is, I'm not looking at it, but at Dan Rather is actually Dan Rather news reporter, not some guy that just created at Dan Rather. So now if somebody wants to create at Dan Rather news and pay $8 that person's going to come across that they're actually Dan Rather. Like the the the, the, the it, it, all it does is it defeats the purpose of of actually being able to get verified news because some anybody with with literally the means to pay eight dollars a month it's not that much it's less than a than a than a value meal at a fast food place. So eight dollars a month I, I can pretend to be somebody. But that blue check mark, people are going to think that's who it is. And it, it to me, it just completely defeats the purpose. And all this is pads Elon Musk pockets, which you don't freaking need more money. And the other thing I'm seeing too is like, oh, this is a victory for free speech. I got I, I got something to tell you. Uh, your ability to post something on social media has nothing to do with what free speech actually means. The notion of free speech, the First Amendment, the right to free speech, that only means that the government cannot censor you. When you sign up for a Twitter account, a Facebook account, an Instagram account, a TikTok account, and you have those you know terms and conditions that you have to agree to before your account's created, you sign over your quote-unquote rights there. You, you are beholden to 
that site. Okay, the government doesn't get to censor you, but that that site can. So, like, Donald Trump and others that have been kicked off of Twitter and other places, no, nobody's rights were violated. Okay? You signed over your right on that site. You can go out and scream it in the streets if you want. Might get arrested disturbing the peace. That's up to you. You can take that risk. The government can't censor you. Twitter can. But, um, yeah, I'm going to monitor it. We're going to stay there for now. But, uh, yeah, if they, if they start charging for it, um, I am I am big time out. I said, uh, I said earlier, I, my stepdad and I went to a concert. We saw uh, Almost U2, a U2 tribute band. At uh, I'm going to give a shout out to the venue, Mickey's Black Box in uh, Lettuce, Pennsylvania. Great, cool little theater, a little venue uh, here at, uh, it's in the Rock Lettuce campus. Um, and I used to never like, like the idea of going to see a tribute band. I'm like, why would I go see a tribute band? I can just go see, I can go see U2. I can go see Kiss. I can go see Queen. Um, but we sat in the fifth row and I'm never going to get that close to seeing actual U2. I'm just not, I'm I'm not spending that much money to go see a band. So the ability to be that close and I get, it's not the same. However, being that close to a performer is a whole different is a whole different world and it's an intimate little setting. So I loved it. Like I used to I really used to not like um the idea of the tribute band thing. But but after this week I'm definitely like there's a Queen tribute band I want to check out. Um Mark Martell's uh Queen Experience I think it's called. Um and maybe some others. Uh but yeah, definitely changed my mind and also last thing before I get to the uh the five questions is um their opening song maybe the best opening song for any tribute band because like uh my stepdad and I were trying to like this we were debating I think he said he had predicted it was gonna be where the streets of no name I said nah I think they're gonna go a little bit newer I think they're gonna go vertigo and they came out and they played as their opening song even better than the real thing and I'm like that's the greatest tribute band opening song she closed the book. Close the book. It's done. That, that's the one. That's easily the best uh, tribute band opener. Case closed. Uh, all right. Let's get to the five questions before I wrap up the uh, discussion here. These five questions. And again, if you want to be a part of this, uh, follow us on Twitter at DWANpod. Also, Facebook.com slash discussions with a nobody. I put them out there. Look, put it this way. I'm going to tell you a little secret. Get in real close, right? So if you see the page post something like a, like a debate question where here's five questions, they're probably going to be on an episode of the podcast. Spoiler alert. That's the way I do it. Um, but here are the five questions. Number one, all I want for Christmas is blank. Uh, what is one of your earliest memories? What made you laugh or smile today? Uh, would you rather have a maid or a chef? And what was 
your first job. Uh, so listener questions here. Um, for Brian, all I want for Christmas is 2023 Ford Bronco. I know Brian, he's had that, uh, he's had that thing on order since last year. So hopefully you get that Brian. Um, his, one of his first memories is busting his head open in kindergarten. Um, he's going back just a few days, uh, for what his, uh, laugh or smile uh, was. He said he was driving on a highway and passed a woman drink from a water bottle. Uh, he said he told his wife, the lady was thirsty uh, his wife took that it meant something else. They uh, the la- laughed pretty hard at this one. He said he'd rather have a maid than a chef. Um, and his first job was working at Redman- Redman's Holiday Store. That was a store here in Lancaster, uh, Pennsylvania. So thank you, Brian. Kim says uh, for Christmas she wants a massage or a facial. Good spa day. Uh, nothing wrong with a good spa day. I could probably use one myself, actually. Uh, one of her earliest memories was the pinata at her first fourth birthday party um what made her laugh or smile was uh her boys being excited for a new video game for the nintendo switch she said she would love to have a maid over a chef and she rolled silverware uh at hosses so thank you kim uh let's see karen she said uh for christmas it's tough she said for fun a nintendo switch Ooh, i want one of those too uh for practical a car battery jumper that she doesn't need to attach to another car not a bad thing to have. If you've been stranded before, that's a good thing to have. Uh, two, uh, one of her earliest memories, having a, having Snow White kiss her on the cheek at Disney, uh, and she <laughs> refused to wash her face uh, for a month. Uh, number three, she said uh, she was super tired in the car with her husband, decided to tell him uh, 30 knock-knock jokes in a row. She laughed. He didn't. Karen, I would have laughed. I would have laughed. Uh, she said she would rather have a chef. Uh, she doesn't mind cleaning. Um, she said she was a paid worker at the local library when she was in college. Uh, one of her favorite jobs uh, ever. So thank you to Karen uh, for that one. Uh, here, Ernest says he wants a new computer for Christmas. Um, he says uh, one of his earliest memories, snowy days in Brooklyn with his granny and the rest of his family. That sounds like a good memory. I like That's a good one, EJ. Um, said what made him laugh or smile and awesome conversation he had with his mom. He said he would rather have a maid than a chef in one of his earliest uh, jobs. His first job was a bag boy at a supermarket. Uh, Jesse says all she wants for Christmas is a night in a hotel all by herself. That, that tracks. That's okay. That's okay. Nice quiet time away. Nothing wrong with that. She said, um, one of her earliest memories was playing quote golf at, her grandma's apartment, our grandpa's apartment. He had this uh, falling apart Nerf ball. She'd stand on an ottoman and use his cane upside down to knock the ball into the trash can um, that he uh, put on its side. Uh, she said she smiled when she was on a run and saw a very, very cute dog. However, she amended it. So watching her husband get owned in their family game of sorry while being trash-talked by their nine-year-old. The amended one is better, Jesse. The amended one is better. Uh, She said she definitely wants a maid, uh, and she worked at a concession stand at a concert pavilion serving beer and chicken nuggets. Uh, Meriwether Post. I've heard of Meriwether Post. Never been there. Uh, She got to listen to concerts all summer. That sounds like a fun first job. 
Um, so thank you, Jesse, for that. And lastly, Dana says all she wants for for Christmas is people to chill out and be kind. Man, don't we all? Don't we all? Uh, earliest memory was getting dressed for church and getting a uh, navy polka dot dress pulled over her head. Um, made her laugh today was the President Steve podcast, WMMR, uh, in Philadelphia. Always good for a laugh. If you've never checked them out, you should probably do that. Uh, at the very least, check out their Bizarre File podcast or their Daily Rush on YouTube. Uh, that's a good place to start. Uh, she said she would rather have a maid. Her first job was a hostess. Uh, she also served ice cream and was a cashier. So thank you to Dana uh, for the response to that. Thank you to everyone for the response uh, responses to the uh, questions this week. All I want for Christmas. Um, well, I mean, uh, uh, I'd, I'd love another dog, um, but uh, it's, we're still waiting a, a bit on that. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go with this one. I want a, uh, either a Washington Capitals, a reverse retro Jersey or a Mika Parsons, uh, Dallas Cowboys Jersey. Uh, one of my earliest memories, this is actually one that I was just talking about, um, with my mom, uh, recently, my, my, my grandpa, my mom's dad, uh, passed away, but actually both my grandpas passed away when I was seven. Um, but, uh, my papa, my mom's dad, um, uh, one of the, one of the, the, the first and sadly f only memories I have with him, uh, we were driving around and, uh, I, I don't know if you guys know what the, the cat's meows are. They're like these little, you can probably Google them and it's going to make more sense if you see them, but they're these display pieces where it's like of a building, of a church, of a park, but on the, somewhere on the, uh, the display art, there's a cat uh, so they called him the cat's meow and, uh, and they had a little write up, but they have like a write up on the back about whatever it is with the, the church or the town or the town square or what have you. However, there's also a restaurant in, uh, Mannheim, Pennsylvania, which is near where I live called the cat's meow. So there's two separate cat's meows. If you, if you're following the story. Uh, well, the one time my, my grandpa and we were driving around, he, he was in the Air Force. He always had a crew cut flat top. Back when I had hair, that was the style of hair that I had. And he asked me where I got my hair cut. And I told him, the cat's meow. And he looked very confused. I didn't understand why he looked confused. But he looked very confused. And he said, where do you get, where do you get your hair cut? I said, the cat's meow. So the barber shop that my grandparents and my mom and dad and my other grandparents and my and my mom and dad took a took me to was a place in East Petersburg Pennsylvania it's still there Glatfelter's Barbershop but in the hanging up on one of the ceiling fan lights was a sign that said haircut five dollars at the time and cat's meow seven dollars as a six-year-old kid, five, six-year-old kid, I look at this and I see haircut, cat's meow, $7. So to me, I think that the name of the barbershop is the cat's meow. So I tell my grandpa, I got my haircut at the cat's meow. He looked very confused. I didn't think of it until years later. The one time when I was, we we're going through stuff and these little cats meow things. And I was like, 
that's why Paul Paul seemed very confused because he thought that I was getting my haircut at a restaurant. But one of my earliest, uh, earliest memories. Uh, what made me laugh or smile today? Um, uh, honestly, it was uh, just laughing and joking with my team at work. Um, I have a great, I have a great team, and um, there's a couple people who were off uh, last week, and everybody was back in our in our team video, and computer systems weren't working right, things were broken, um, but we all laughed and made fun of each other and made fun of the situation, and um, it was uh, it was just really good. So uh, I really enjoy my team there. Uh, would I rather have a maid or a chef? Um, I'd honestly, I'd, I'd, I'd honestly prefer chef. Um, maid would be good too, but, uh, I would prefer chef. Uh, and lastly, first job, uh, technically it was when I, uh, used to, uh, empty the trash in my dad's office. Uh, when I was like 12, but once I was like 16, uh, I got a job cleaning dishes at, uh, for those in, in central Pennsylvania, this will make sense to you at Isaac's. It's like a sandwich shop, dessert place. Um, and, uh, and I was a dishwasher there for a short period of time. So that was my first job. And that is going to bring us to the end of this discussion. So again, thank you everyone for, uh, listening, for, uh, answering the questions for those that did. If you, uh, missed out on the opportunity to answer the questions for this one, uh, make sure you're following us at DWAN pod on Twitter, facebook.com slash discussions with a nobody. That's where all the content's going to be. So you never miss the opportunity to take part in the show. Uh, make sure you are subscribed. If you are listening to this uh, discussion and you are not subscribed to the show, please do that on any podcast platform. And uh, until next time, whenever that may be, I hope you take care. I hope that you are well. And we will talk to you then.